Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah chapter 43. In Isaiah 43, verse 10 has this to say. It's a verse we know very well, but just as a reminder, you are my witnesses, says the Lord. You are my witnesses, says the Lord. I'm my servant in whom, sorry, I'm my servant whom I have chosen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to pick that phrase. You are my witnesses and my servant whom I have chosen. The Lord speaking. And our Lord Jesus Christ, following that up in Acts chapter 1, in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, our Lord Jesus, following that up, before his ascension, have this to say. I'm sorry. Yes. Verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. This is the theme that we have been, the Lord has been helping us to push for a while now. And if you remember the last series that I took, we were looking at how to be effective witnesses in our workplaces. But I think from what I can see the Lord saying to us, this morning and continuing from here, and we shall be hearing from a few of us, a few of us in that regard. God wants us to even go back a little bit. God wants us to go back a little bit. If I should ask you, if you really want to know a true believer, a representative of Christ, where is best to ask about a person? Or who is best to ask? Just tell me. If you want to really know this person is a true believer and a representative of Christ, where would be the best to start your inquiry from? If you are speaking because you are muted, let me hear you. You're mute and tell me. Yes, it's a mess. It's a message, but if you want to say something, unmute your. Mike and just tell me, where do you think will be best? Where they come from. 
where they come from and where is that? Their home. Their, their sister. home. Their home. Their family. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, our testimonies as witnesses for God and for Christ must start at home. Amen. And this is the truth we need to tell ourselves. If we must grow, we must become all that God wants us to be. We must tell ourselves the truth. That this is where our true testimony that will go forth and affect nations will need to start from. Whatever we put up out there that is not reflected at the home front as the truth as the truth about us, you will soon discover that it will not stand for too long. Am I right in that? So we are first of all ambassadors for Christ and witnesses at the family level. Amen. Witnesses in the family. That's the broad sub-theme we'll be trying to cover. We'll be looking at being witnesses in the family. Amen. Because whatever we are not at home and we put up outside will not stand for too long. Am I going too far this morning? Should we tell ourselves this truth? Yeah. Hallelujah. And so this morning, I'm going to be focusing on who is best to start from in a family. Someone is trying to tell me. The head of the home, the father. Ah, ah, man. So, thank God it's a sister telling me. It's not a brother. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's where we need to start from. Witnesses as men husbands, and fathers. That's where we need to start from. Hallelujah. 
This is not a message directed at anyone at all. It's for all of us to learn. I wish actually, to be honest with you, that I'll be sharing this at a men's meeting. I like this at a men's meeting. But God wants all of us to learn from it. We have young people growing up to be men amongst us. And they need to know how to be true representative of Christ at the home level, at the home front, at the family level. Are you getting this point this morning? What would be a true reflection of an ambassador of Christ as a man of, I mean, as a man at home, as a husband, and as a father? That's what God wants us to begin to look at. It's about the expectations of God, according to the scriptures. I'm not talking about sociology. I'm talking about scripture, Bible. kind of a man, a husband, a father would God like to see in a family representing Christ? Are you following me? And that is the way God wants us to approach this. Is the point we are making clear? This is not about promoting one gender over the other, no. In the Bible, there's no room for that. The scripture only talks about responsibilities, expectations of God. Amen. And I'm going to start my reading this morning from Proverbs chapter 20, verses six and seven. And I want someone with the good news translation and another person to follow that with the amplified translation. I'm hoping that I'll be able to go far this morning, but if not, it means we'll have a part two of this message. Good news translation, please. I want young people amongst us to be opening their Bibles with the different translations. Yes, if you are reading, read loud so that we can hear you. Everybody talks about how loyal and faithful he is. But just try to find someone who really is. Up there, my brother. Everyone will want to talk about how loyal, how faithful, how trustworthy he is. But try, look to find 
someone like that. You will discover that they are not as common as you think. Do you understand the point being made there? Talking is very cheap. Doing can be hard. Go on, my brother. Children are fortunate if they have a father who is honest and does what is right. Can you see that? Children are fortunate. You can then discover that God, here in this passage of the scripture, is actually being very gender specific. It is not that this, whatever we will be discussing, cannot apply to women, but God wants men in the house to model this. Children are fortunate when they have a father who is honest and does what is right. Amplified, please. Many a man proclaims his own loyalty. Many a man, can you see now? We are coming to that. Many a man will proclaim his own loyalty, his own faithfulness. Go on. And goodness. But who can find a faithful and trustworthy man? Who can find a truly faithful and trustworthy man? The righteous man who walks in integrity and lives life in accord with his godly beliefs. How a godly man, sorry, my brother, a righteous man who walks in his integrity and according to his godly beliefs, not just from irrational beliefs here and there. Go on. How blessed, happy, and spiritually secure are his children after him who have his example to follow. Can you see what we are talking about there? How blessed, how secure, even spiritually, his children after him will be who have him as an example to follow. Does this tell us the expectation of God for a man, a husband, and a father? The first thing we see there is that to be true witnesses of God and of Christ in the home, one thing that must be found is what? Faithfulness. To be responsible, to be reliable and respectable. Hallelujah. Faithfulness. To be committed, conscientious, and consistent. Even in that. There are so many words used there, isn't it? Being trustworthy. Being honest. Doing what is right. That's what God wants anyone who wants to be a man after God's own heart in a home and will have a lasting witness to model. 
Amen. What God is doing this morning is to help all of us to place our lives in line with this. Can you see the consequence of that? Fortunate will the children be. Secure, even spiritual, who have him as an example to follow. We can blame so many things on young people in our society, but have always looked back to say, hmm, hmm, and you know where I'm going. Blame young men and for their violent, aggressive behavior in the society. Hmm. I'm not saying in all cases, <laughs> but maybe in most cases, did they have a true example to follow at the home front? It's a question. Do you get the point? I don't want to belabor this. I don't want to move fast. God expects men to model faithfulness at home. Loyal. Trustworthy, committed. Can we have people, men at home who are modeling this? That's where our witnesses start from. Can our children say, I've seen Jesus in my father? Let's move on quickly because of time. I'm going to pick another one. All of this, we can discuss them for, for the whole meeting. But let's pick another, another one. That God will want people who are men husbands and fathers in the home to model as witnesses. Psalm 112, verses 1 and 2. That can come from any translation. And Psalm 128, I guess, verses 1 to 4. Those are the two we are going to read, but in that order. Praise the Lord. Blessed are those who fear the Lord find great delight in his commands. Their children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Amen. Amen. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord. That's the first thing, isn't it? Then talk about the generation. We are talking about a people who can transmit positive traits positive virtues and attributes. Pass them down the line. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Amen. And there's one thing there that God wants men to model, and it's called the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. And when we talk about the fear of the Lord, we are talking about that sense of reverence for God that makes a man to shun evil, to detest it. Said, no, this cannot be right in the sight of God. This will be, this will not be permitted in the sight of God. Are you following me? I'm not talking about bogus things. And you will see simple, simple things here. No, we cannot speak about people like that in this house. We cannot talk in such a derogatory way about anyone like that, any tribe like that, any race like that. God will not like it. Simple things like that. You know, it puts a check on how people view others. I'm just telling you something like that. Oh, we cannot back by people behind their back. That is not allowed here. I'm not talking about complex things, am I? These are not complex things. That, these are things that reflect the fear of God. It just makes men to shun evil in reverence for God. Hallelujah. You remember how Joseph portrayed the fear of God? He had the opportunity to mess up with a woman. He said, no, I'm not going to do that. I am, he said, far be it from me to commit such evil before God. That's been a man. He was a boy, but he was a man already. I'm, I'm locked out. Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. Do we get this point this morning? Simple things like that. Not complicated. That's where you begin to know what the fear of God is. Psalm 128, verses 1 to 4. Please. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. When you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be happy and it shall be well with you. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine. You can see that God is talking about the man here. It's not because a woman cannot show the fear of God, but God wants men to model it. Hallelujah. 
said, your wife will be fruitful in your house, will be peaceful and fruitful. Are you following me? Your children like olive plant all around your table. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The point I'm making this morning is this, the fear of God. Amen. If people to model the fear of God, respect for God, which in essence translates into respect for other people, isn't it? Reference for God that makes us to shun evil. Conduct ourselves in the right manner. Are you following me? That actually translates into a peaceful society. Hallelujah. You remember how Proverbs 8, I think verse 13, puts the, the definition of the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 8, 13, puts the fear of the Lord this way. And, and, and I will read that. It says, the fear of the Lord, okay, it says, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. Can you see that? Even in speech, even in what people say, the fear of God reflects even in that, in what we say, in how we conduct ourselves, the fear of God. That make people to shun, shun pride and arrogance. The fear of God. That's a big, wide implication. I remember that for months and months, a few years back, we were dealing with the fear of the Lord. Do you remember? Because it's one thing that is lacking. Put with certain and they just you just know that this is lack of fear of God. They don't mind cooking up stories that something of that did not even exist. Maybe just to get someone else into trouble. You get the point I'm making. The fear of God. I can we can deal with this for long, but God wants some people who can model that. In true men model the fear of God at the home level. If you see lack of fear of God in the society, something has gone wrong at the family level. Are you following me? 
How will someone who has learned proper fear of the Lord at home go out there and be throwing stone at someone else because they are different from you? It doesn't, it doesn't even make sense. Blame the young person, but also look back at home. Are you following me? Oh, I'm just praying that we will understand this in Jesus' name. Turn with me to, to Psalms. Let me go back to Psalms again. Like I said, we may have a part two to this message because it doesn't seem to be going as fast as I thought I could go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 34. And I want someone to read for me from verse 10. 10, no, 11, 12, rather. 11, 12, 13. Uh, read on to. 16, just to see what this fear of God we are talking about is in simple terms. And now God wants men in the home to take a lead on that. From verse 11, my sister. Thank you. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Can you see that? Come, you children, which means someone is teaching the fear of God at the home level. Are you following this? Yes, sir. Someone is teaching the fear of the Lord at the home level. Reverence for God. And you will see what that translates to, to in simple terms. I like this passage because it translates it in simple terms for us to understand what we are talking about. And our witnesses, if we must affect society, starts from here. What do we teach our children? What do we communicate to them at home? And there must be someone who is taking the lead in that. There must be someone who is modeling that, not just saying it, but modeling it as well. I'm not talking about uh, suddenly people becoming perfect and they don't have weaknesses, but there are basic things. Are you following me? Basic. Go on now. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Can you see that? Look, young people, this is the way to prolong your life. This is the way to, 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 to enjoy longevity. This is the way to preserve your life. Are you following me? How do we have men in the home who are saying, this is the way forward. This is what it is. There are certain traits and attributes we cannot glamorize if you want to prolong your life. Example of that is violence, hatred. We cannot do that. Go on. Keep your tongue from evil. Can you see, the first, can you see the first thing? Keep your tongue from saying what is wrong. Keep your tongue from evil. Can, can you see how basic 
what we are talking about is in teaching the fear of the law, say, keep your tongue from evil. Don't say things that are wrong. Don't say things that are, that are detrimental to others. Are you following me? Destructive to others. Keep your mouth from evil. It's only when we don't want to be sincere that we will say we don't know what evil is. Evil speaking is. We know what it is. Am I wrong in that? You're right, sir. Go on, my sister. And your lips from speaking deceit. For, and your lips from speaking deceit. Go on. Depart from evil and do good. Depart from evil. Separate yourself from evil. Depart from it. Separate yourself from it. Are you following me? You've seen it. No, this is evil. No, I'm not going to be part of that. The, simple. This is the way the fear of the Lord is taught at the home. And God wants to see men who take lead in that. So that when those people go out, and I'm sure majority will take it because children, young people, they tend to model what they see. Mm-hmm. Not what they hear. And if they already have that model at home, at outside it's difficult for them to suddenly just change like that. Something must have gone wrong somewhere. Are you getting the point I'm making? I'm not saying we don't have some exceptions. <laughs> but the reality, the truth is what we are saying. Uh, is where this life is. You want to change society? Provide good models at home. Amen. Amen. This responsibility has not been left for teachers. Amen. No. It's not for teachers. Start at the family level. Go on, my sister. Seek peace and pursue it. And this is seek peace and pursue it. Teaching people, seek peace. Peace is better than violence. Let your children know that. That is fear of God being taught. Amen. At all. And God is saying, blessed is the man who models this at the home front. Are you getting the point I'm making? Yes, sir. Seek peace, pursue it. Seek peace, pursue it. Seek peace, pursue it. Amen. Amen. Yes, go on. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his what? ears are open to their cry. Why you see that? That there is gain, there is profit. There's a blessing of God for cultivating his fear. That's what this place is saying. Are you following me? Amen. There's safety in that. What if children didn't hear this? And all they hear are different things. Let's go on. 
The face of the Lord is against those who do evil. The face of the Lord. We must let our children know the face of God is against those who do evil. That's how the fear of God is taught. There's always consequences for evil. Don't think people can always get away with it. There's Amen. consequences for it. Amen. We must, it's, it's at the home level we let children know. No, there are consequences. You know, you know, some people grow up to think there are no consequences for evil they do to other people. Mm-hmm. They just grow up with that with that, with that kind of strange idea. They think evil, they dream evil, and they don't, they never thought there would be consequences for it. When people think they can always get away with evil, it increases, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because there's no fear, fear of God there. There's no fear of anything there mm-hmm. until they are caught the law. They are caught by the law. They have already, of course, at that point in time, some, sometimes it's too late. They had already destroyed precious lives. Mm-hmm. Are you following the point I'm making? Yeah, but there will always be consequences, both here and in eternity. People must know that. Amen. Are we getting this point? Yeah. So these are basic things that God expected to be taught at, at home. Say, children, come, let me teach you something. Let me tell you the truth. This is what we call the fear of God being transmitted, being passed down at the home level. Where we make young people to believe that you can just do anything. You can do anything. Do as you like. And we don't tell them there are consequences for following evil, for doing the wrong thing. Go on. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Can you to see cut that? Off the, to <laughs> cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. Can you see what we're talking about? Did I write this? No. no. This is what the fear of God, the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Many of the evil that are unleashed on our societies today, they were conceived at a younger age than we think. And at the, and at the home level. With no one to check it. With no one to say, you can't think like that. You can't talk like that. There are consequences for such kind of thinking and reasoning and dreaming. Amen. May the Lord give us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. These are just the only two virtues I could take today. Like I said, We'll have to continue from here. Come bow down here as we just pray. Can we not pray for, for homes and families today? And say, Lord, raise for us within homes and families men who will be true ambassadors and witnesses for Christ in modeling faithfulness and fear of the Lord. Just those two. Raise us for us, O God, in our different churches, 
men who represent faithfulness, who represent the fear of God and be able to pass it down. Men of whom children in years to come would testify and say, I learned that virtue from my dad. I picked it from my, from my father. I learned that I couldn't do that from my father. And it has helped my life. It has saved me from evil. witnesses at the home level. And if you are a man here, why not pray for yourself? Say, Lord, help me to be a true witness for Christ in my home. Modeling faithfulness, and the fear of the Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Amen.